Are you ready? Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Around the CFL podcast. I am Anthony and I'm here with you on this early January morning. It's going to be a pretty interesting day today. We're going to look at the top 25 free agents going into February 14th. But first, we're going to look at some news. BC Lions quarterback and most outstanding Canadian, Nathan Rourke, has finished up his NFL tours this week in Cleveland visiting with the Browns. The visit marks the Canadians' 12th NFL workout this offseason, following visits with the Raiders, the Jaguars, the Broncos, the Vikings, the Buccaneers, the Colts, the Cardinals, the Chargers, the Bengals, the Chiefs, and the Giants. Now, remember, the six foot two, 209-pound passer was a three-year starter at Ohio University from 2017-2019, where he did throw 7,457 yards and 60 touchdowns with 20 interceptions. He also recorded 425 carries for 2,634 yards and 49 scores along the ground, but received small amount of NFL interest coming out of the NCAA. The CFL is still committed to looking at expansion, even though things out in Atlantic Canada have not gone as positively as everyone had hoped for. Obviously, we'd love to see a 10th team. It would also shorten down the schedule. Instead of having 21 weeks and three buys, the playoffs could start after week 19. Now, the only downside right now is the mayor of Halifax, Mike Savage, said that he's got no interest at all in building a CFL stadium or CFL-only stadium and has made some rude comments, actually, about how the team could play in a parking lot for all he cares. Uh, The CFL is also looking at expanding its touchdown series, looking at other sites like Victoria, for example, In my opinion, I'd love to see another CFL team. A 10th team would be great. I could see either Quebec City, I could see Victoria, or, you know what, I would love to still see Halifax if that mayor can get his head out of his butt. Also, speaking with Randy Ambrosi, the commissioner of the CFL, he is currently working on a TV deal in the U.S. to try to get our game out to more American fans. In the past while, the U.S. television rights were sold to ESPN, and Commissioner Ambrosi is trying to get our game out there more so that we can get more generated fans and get the popularity of the Canadian game going because the Canadian game is obviously better. Alright, well now let's look at the top 25 free agents going into 2023. Now, obviously, these are the top 25 free agents as of this recording, so if anything has changed in between recording and posting, then my apologies. We're going to start out with the number one sought-after free agent in Canada, Bo Levi Mitchell, as of right now with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. The 32-year-old was traded to Hamilton in November, and where he is looking for a team that has got a crazy fan base, that has got a solid support system in place, And honestly, he's also looking for quite a bit of money. Uh, Some reports have come out that he's looking between the four and $500,000 range. And there's a number of teams right now that could use Bo's services. 
Next up, receiver Eugene Lewis with the Montreal Alouettes. The Oklahoma product had a career year in 2022. 91 receptions, 1,303 yards, and 10 touchdowns over 17 games. Lewis makes as many highlight reel catches as any receiver in the CFL, and I think he is most useful in Montreal, but there are a number of offensively struggling teams that will be looking for his services too. Defensive lineman Jake Ceresna of the Edmonton Elks is up next. 28-year-old, was a one-man wrecking crew this past season. 31 tackles, 10 sacks, and 4 forced fumbles over just 12 games. Ceresna was named a CFL All-Star for the first time in 2022, and at 28 years old, should have many more elite seasons ahead of him. Next is one of many Calgary Stampeders that are going into free agency this year, especially on the defensive side. Fularen Oramolade is in his fourth year with the Stampeders and posted a respectable stat line this past season. He made 37 tackles, 6 sacks, 1 interception, and a forced fumble. But that's not why he's on the list. He finally avoided the injury bug for a long enough to show his potential as an elite edge rusher who helps make those around him better, making him an ultra-intriguing potential free agent. You know, Montreal's got Trevor Harris coming up in free agency. I can actually see Trevor Harris right off the bat going somewhere like Saskatchewan, where he's not only going to be useful, but I think a little bit more respected as well. He's a veteran passer, and he entered this past season as a backup, but quickly earned that starting role, throwing 4,157 yards, 20 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions, and going 8-7 and seven as a starter. Harris is going to be 37, though, in May, but he's relatively low mileage as it goes for quarterbacks, and like I said, Saskatchewan should be looking at him if they don't stay with Cody. Linebacker Winton McManus in Toronto is 28 years old, was dominant this past season, and may have won most outstanding defensive player had he not suffered a torn bicep late in the year. He made 97 tackles, he had 3 sacks, 2 interceptions, and 1 forced fumble at the weak side linebacker this past season. He was also named as a CFL All-Star selection despite the injury. Big name receiver up next, Kenny Lawler with the Edmonton Elks. The former CFL All-Star signed a mega contract with the Elks last offseason and mostly lived up to it, making 58 catches, 894 yards, and 5 touchdowns, only playing 12 games, despite a ton of turnovers at quarterback in Edmonton. Though he's unlikely to match his $300,000 he earned last season, Lawler remains arguably the best go-to target in the league. If Edmonton doesn't sign him, again, Saskatchewan is looking at a lot of rebuilding, I could also see Kenny Lawler jumping over to the other side of the battle and maybe playing in Calgary. Cameron Judge, one of my favorite linebackers in the entire league. The former West Division Most Outstanding Canadian had a bounce-back season in Calgary, making 80 tackles, 5 sacks, 2 forced fumbles, and 2 interceptions over 17 games. And obviously that parking lot incident that we're not going to talk about. Judge is one of the league's most athletic and versatile linebackers. And he's only 28 years old. Lorenzo Molden IV in Ottawa. The 30-year-old exploded for 43 tackles, 17 sacks, and two forced fumbles this past year. Setting an all-near career highs and winning the CFL's Most Outstanding Defensive Player Award. He is going to be definitely sought after since he is the Most Outstanding Defensive Player and will definitely be needed pretty much in every team. Anthony Lanier II is up next with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I don't know. He's 
played 21 career CFL games, but the 29-year-old was a force to be reckoned with this past season. The 6'6", 285-pound defender made 19 tackles, 8 sacks, and 2 forced fumbles at the defensive tackle before suffering a season-ending concussion. But hopefully he can come through that and get somewhere and get it going again. Calgary's got another name on the list here, linebacker Jameer Thurman on that linebacker spot with Cameron Judge. The 27-year-old has seemingly flown under the radar for his entire career, but remains one of the league's most outstanding and consistent defenders. He made 74 tackles in 2022, along with three interceptions and two forced fumbles, helping lead a defense that finished third in offensive points allowed and fourth in net offense allowed with him and judge both at linebacker and him and judge both in free agency it's going to be tough for calgary for sure curly gittens jr in toronto now toronto just released speedy b brandon banks and i'm wondering if they're trying to make some money and some cap space for curly gittens to be re-signed the Ottawa native led the CFL in receiving among Canadian players this past season, making 81 receptions for 1,101 yards and 5 touchdowns over 18 games at the slot back position, and he also played wide receiver as well. He's a former third round pick and has been named East Division All-Star in back-to-back seasons, but remains young with further untapped potential. Again, Calgary, uh, offensive lineman Zach Williams. He's a talented young offensive lineman, generally don't make it to free agency. I'm surprised he's even on this list. But that is exactly what makes Williams so attractive. The 25-year-old started every game at left guard last year as part of the offensive line that allowed the fewest sacks league-wide and helped Calgary lead the CFL in rushing yards and rushing yards per attempt. They had a power duo in the backfield, and Tommy Stevens, even playing short yardage, can take off. Sticking with the Stampeders, defensive lineman Sean Lemon. He's a veteran pass rusher and he was named the West Division's most outstanding defensive player after making 29 tackles, 14 sacks, and 5 forced fumbles this past season. Lemon simply refuses to slow down. He's 34 years old, which in football is getting a little bit up there. And it's making him an attractive option for teams looking to generate more pressure. Quarterback McLeod Bethel Thompson. I've been critical on this podcast a number of times on this quarterback. He's 34 and he's led the CFL in passing touchdowns and passing yardage, but he still gets little to no respect as a true number one quarterback. There are rumors that he may retire this offseason, but if he does play in 2023, there are a couple teams that could use him, but there's so many reports of him being headstrong and argumentative with his coaching staff that he's gonna need to probably check that if the rumors are true. Winnipeg still has receiver Nick Dembski on the board here. Winnipeg has been working on signing a lot of their free agents right now. He is a Winnipeg native and he is one of the league's most dangerous red zone threats this past season and he caught at least one touchdown pass in six straight games in the middle of the year. Dembski is also one of the league's most versatile players as he blocks well and has proven to be an effective ball carrier out of the backfield. Defensive back Adarius Pickett in Montreal is 26 years old and is arguably the best young strong side linebacker in the CFL coming off a year in which he made 80 total tackles, 4 sacks, 2 forced fumbles, and 1 interception. Pickett brings physical and athleticism to a defense role that requires both. 
I love when defensive backs can go on corner blitzes. A receiver is Stephen Dunbar Jr. in Hamilton. He is six foot three, two hundred and three pounds, and he's coming off a breakout year in which he caught seventy-two passes for a thousand yards and six touchdowns. Dunbar was a model of consistency over seventeen starts this past season, finishing each game with at least thirty yards caught in the air. Defensive back Gary Peters with the BC Lions. He is a six-year veteran, was named a CFL All-Star for the first time this past season after making 47 total tackles and five interceptions, over 18 starts at the corner position. Peters has been one of the league's most durable players since joining the Lions in 2018, having not missed any games due to injury at all. Winnipeg's offensive lineman Stanley Bryant is up next. The future first ballot Hall of Fame inductee won a fourth most outstanding offensive lineman award this past year, which is a record, but it's hard to overlook the fact that he's 37. He's a franchise left tackle, always have value, though it's clear Bryant is quickly approaching the end of his playing career. Saskatchewan's linebacker Darnell Sankey is a six foot one, two forty-five pound defender, and he's Bright spot in Ryderville this past season, making 122 tackles, 3 sacks, 2 forced fumbles, and 1 interception. Sankey is a high-motor defender who is arguably the league's best in-box tackler. I would put him up there with Cameron Judge. Defensive lineman Jackson Jeffcoat with Winnipeg is 32 years old and is coming off a relatively quiet season but remains one of the league's most feared pass rushers. He has recorded 30 sacks and 10 forced fumbles over 64 career games in Winnipeg and he was named a CFL All-Star back in 2021. One of my personal favorites, offensive lineman, the bone crusher, Derek Dennis with the Calgary Stampeders. 34-year-old, and he played well in his first season back in the CFL following a two-year hiatus, and he locking down the left tackle spot in Calgary before suffering a fractured fibula. Despite his age and injury, the four-time West Division All-Star should still draw interest if he reaches the open market. He definitely should re-sign in Calgary, and I think new GM Dave Dickinson needs to be on this right away. Defensive bat Cameron Kelly in Hamilton is up next. The Tiger Cats have this guy at 26 years old, and he started 32 consecutive games for the Tiger Cats at strong side linebacker since his rookie season in 2021. He recorded 87 tackles, 6 interceptions, and 3 sacks. He's young, athletic, seems to have a knack for making big plays at key moments, and he can definitely read the field well. And lastly on our top 25 is, of course, Cody Fajardo in Saskatchewan. Once the most popular man in Ryderville, the veteran pivot was benched late in 2022, with Saskatchewan's season still hanging in the balance. Despite his regression this past season, Fajardo's passer rating was still better than those of Bo Levi Mitchell, Jeremiah Masoli, Vernon Adams Jr., McLeod Bethel-Thompson, and if you remember my Christmas episode, Saskatchewan was really asking Santa for uh, Geek Squad to help them out. Clearly that didn't happen because there is still a lot of communication issues between the two sides. And I'm also going to give an honorable mention out here to our friend, the man that we spoke to last week, Charleston Hughes. He did state in the episode last week that he is going into free agency soon, but he is in contract negotiations with Saskatchewan. I want to see Charleston Hughes re-sign for his one more year, and then after that, he needs to get a coaching position ASAP. We have a couple questions in the mailbag this week. 
One listener wrote in, what would you like to see adopted from the NFL into the CFL? That is a really great question. Probably going to take a lot of heat for this one, but I would honestly say four downs. I think with our field being wider and longer, I think an extra down would honestly make the game a lot more exciting. And I think it would make it equally, I guess, would it would be equally as passer friendly as it is for the run game. I mean, we see a lot of running backs do great. And I mean, they, they deserve it. They run through those lines. They put their body on the line all the time. I think a fourth down in the game would just make the passing game a little bit more exciting. Another question that we got in, hey, speaking of putting your body on the line, last week you spoke to Charleston Hughes. He mentioned that going out there is essentially putting your body through a car crash every play. What is the motivation to go out there and do this every single week for such little play? Or little pay, sorry, it's what it says. That is a fantastic question, And I'm not going to answer that because I don't think I am the best person to. But we do have a couple more current CFL players lined up as guests over the coming weeks. And I'm going to throw it out to them and see what their answers are for this question since it is them that puts their bodies through these essential car crashes every week. Remember to keep sending in these great questions to us. You can email us and our email address is aroundthecflpodcast at gmail.com or you can follow us on Instagram at aroundthecflpodcast and you can send in your questions either way and I'd be happy to open them up and read them in future episodes. That is it for us this week. Next week, we are going to be back with Taylor McIntyre and Emily Todd from the Women's Football Conference, which is coming up here really quickly. And we're going to talk about the importance and the necessity of expanding programming and expanding the game of football, especially for young girls and young women. And of course, you can follow us, as I said before, on Instagram at Around the CFL Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. And if you're enjoying it, please leave a five star rating. And a special shout out to our new listeners that are coming in from Germany. Thank you so much for listening. All right, that is it for us, and we'll see you later. Bye.